This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, what are you doing? I'm multitasking very poorly. Um, <laughs> I'm sending you a couple pictures that I took this morning and last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can talk about them. Okay. And maybe how to make them better, what's Let's going see what you on. Got. Let's see what you got. All right. And we'll post them in the show notes so okay, people perfect. can see. But I haven't... So you could be humiliated in front of everyone. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to put your stuff out there because you're yeah. some, even if some people like it, some people will think, oh, that sucks. Well, and I have... I mean, I have no ego around this. It's just, I'm still just trying and learning. So it's uh, the, the student's mind. So I'm open to all feedback and insight. Okay, mm. now I've sent them. Well, let me see, let's see what you got I'll here. bring it back uh, up. Yeah, I want to okay. see it too. Here. Again, that was yeah. shitty multitasking. Do you want to do the one with the let's sidewalk? See what, let's see what you got. Okay. Okay. That's the second photo. Let me see the first one. That's the first one. Okay, so um, so tell me, what, what is, yeah, what do you got here? So I was walking to get donuts this morning. And another um, story there was there. I mean, Sunday morning donuts. It's just like a highlight Uh, bakery somewhere special carbohydrates of any kind. Uh, Usually we go to Ayers Mendy, but this morning we went to Happy Donuts, which, you know, mixing it up sugar twist. Okay, so good. Um, Anyway, so we were walking and I've been noticing road crews doing a ton of spray painting in the mission lately of things. I think they're just changing on all these different intersections for crosswalks, but there's so many different colors of all these different crews going through that it was this intersection at, uh, I want to say 24th and maybe Noe, 24th and Dolores. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, but it, it, there was just spray paint everywhere. And I couldn't understand how all these different crews would sort of be able to find their message within it. And I loved the, just the all these different lines pointing in every different direction and the lines on the grade kind of the the crosswalk gradation and then the orange the gradation and so there's bright yellow there's medium yellow there's red there's pink um it's cool messages all over uh, and so uh, so this is first of all a clear example of like why color is good yeah, there like, you go. Because the colors, because the colors important yeah. to this yeah. that's what you're talking about and that is awesome uh, so the first picture yeah, it doesn't do a ton for me. It's hard to... My eye kind of looks all over the frame. There's this dark area at the top and mm-hmm. um, the marks. I mean, I can see a lot of marks. Um, and I think I was trying to just capture... In the first photo, I just wanted to see how I could frame it to get as much of the marks as possible, but it's on a corner. So there was just no way. I had sure. To make a choice. And I think you did it right. I think you did it. Let's see what else you got. Okay. Now the second one... It's great. Like the second one works, right? You've shifted your point of view. It's kind of, uh, it's called in film, a a Dutch angle. Like your horizon isn't straight. And I think that that makes it better. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you Why don't call it a Dutch angle. I feel like a Dutch angle would be like big sky because there, <laughs> there's guys. It's so flat. I, you know what? I don't know. I could make up something that sounded maybe credible, but I don't know why they call it that. Some <laughs> Dutch guy did it. Uh, uh, I don't know. Vim. <laughs> the, 
<laughs> so I like this. I like that there's less in the top of the frame that sort of catches my eye, mm -hmm. and the colors are good, and I love all the lines in different directions. That's sort of fun. So here's what I, I would say. First of all, uh, uh, notice that you have no rule of thirds thing happening here, which is fine. <laughs> you, your subject is not in the center. You've framed it perfectly. You're looking at all the lines. I think you looked around the frame nicely. I did, and I tried to align like those... Those lines that are on the left-hand side, I tried to kind of have them a bit more parallel to the edge of the left, the it, left edge of the frame. That looks great. So I would say that this is a like a, a, a cool picture, and the and the thing that would make it cross over from like a good picture to a great picture mm -hmm. is some sort of uh, energy in it added into it somehow. Mm -hmm. So what I would do if I was um, critiquing this or mm -hmm. out there taking pictures myself, once you've got this second picture, which looks good in every respect. I might wait around a little bit and see if something happened. If someone walked through it or a mm -hmm. ball rolled into it or an animal landed. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, but you're ready to go. You've got a really cool picture here and then see if something happens. Yeah. And maybe that would push it over the top. And maybe it would be related to this. Maybe it's a construction person or mm -hmm. maybe it's someone with spray paint painting those lines. Yeah. And he's way in here in the background or like where you'd want him is in maybe in the top left area over here. Mm -hmm. Not because it's a rule of thirds, but because that's where you don't want him in front of this and you want him over there and you mm -hmm. want to see all that. So that's really great. I like this. I think. Cool. Would you have done this before we were doing this podcast? Probably not. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think it would have turned out that way. I think it would have been like that first photo. Uh -huh. It would have been. <laughs> been. Like, look at all the spray paint. <laughs> and what else you got there? Um. Well, and then this other one is just a. I think there's a series. That's my favorite. Oh, one. Oh, nice. But, nice. Um. It was this, a uh, unicorn jumping in the hallway. Who is this? Your Ms. Scarlet. This is your relative. Your. Uh, this is my daughter, stepdaughter. This is your stepdaughter. Oh. Yeah. So okay. It's awesome. It's got a central, fo like she's right in the center of the picture. Yep. It's perfect. She's moving and the frame is blurry and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like it's great. I, I love this picture. It has a ton of energy to it. Um, you could make it black and white and it would be, put I don't know for sure because I like her in pink, but the green underneath her, one could argue that it is a distraction of some kind. Yeah. I was actually thinking this one would probably go into black and white. Again, there's been no editing mm -hmm. on this photo yet. It's just because there's so much clutter in the hallway. I kind of wanted to, or not clutter, just like the jackets hanging on the rack. And it just there's a lot going on. So I kind of wanted to simplify it. Yeah. Um, I think I would play around with that a little bit and see. Uh, it, it might be better in black and white. It mm -hmm. might. It's, it's super nice in color. It maybe just needs to burn if you dodge out a little bit of... And this is po a post-production thing. Right, but, yeah, exactly. But she is perfectly exposed, but maybe I want less exposure on the wall. Yeah. I'll try a couple different sort of post-production things and post them, and you can sort of think That'd about awesome. what yeah. that looks like. I think, actually, you brought up the idea of simplification, and I think that that is something that maybe as people get a little better, they start to work on. Mm -hmm. uh, there's We talked about there's so much happening in a frame in the real world. You know, we, when you, we see with incredible detail in, in 360 degrees. Right. And when you pull the frame up, you take a picture of, and, and I've said that composition is just moving the objects in that frame. But sometimes you you want something to have a, a relationship to what's behind it, and sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it, it's important to what it is. Here's a flower. Do I want to see it in the field, or do I just want it to be alone? Yep. Um, I think that having a conscious uh, piece of work to how to simplify the image of the thing I'm taking a picture of mm -hmm. is 
uh, another layer to add into your photography. So if I'm taking a picture of something, I might move my position to have fewer things behind it or the thing that is behind it is a little more even mm -hmm. so that it's not competing with it. Like sky, I might want more sky. And there's a lot of ways, like, so if you're going to try to simplify your images, you can do it like, um, like the guy taking the picture of his food, uh -huh. you know, when he was down at table level, he's probably got people in the restaurant behind it, him yeah, and the yeah. person he's with. If you are above the, it, you now have, you've simplified it, mm -hmm. right? It's just this straight down shot of your plate. Um, neither is better than the other. It's just like, what are you trying to do? Do you want it simple? Yeah. Um, when I talk about depth of field, to me, it is a lot about making a decision about what you want the relationship of the subject to be to the background. Do I want to see the background or do I not want to see the background? Is it adding to this or is it distracting from this? Yeah. And um, having some control over that is critical, you know? Um, so anyway, that's just a kind of a, a thing to play with. As you're, yeah. as you're um, looking at and composing your images and you're moving your body around a little bit to try to change the composition, think about what you can do to uh, simplify the elements in the frame. Mm -hmm. Because uh, again, if you look at a lot of, not every photographer, but a lot of photographers, certainly like the modernists, um, they are isolating objects and they're doing it in the real world. They're not do, like taking it all into a studio. Although that being said, I think Pepper 30 by Weston was totally simple. Any, anyway, uh, in most cases they're shooting it in the real world and they're simplifying it through their um, composition. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's and it's a cool thing to do. Like, you, had, you shoot an image um, previously and it was like a woman uh, with really dark hair and sort of the right side of the image was very dark and then her hair was sort of blowing across her face and then there was um, she had a kind of uh, a gaze that was looking just just to sort of the almost like the I guess the camera left I mm -hmm. guess and then there was a hand on the left side of the frame that was oh white. the portrait of Mary Ellen Mark by Ralph Gibson. Uh, she, yes. Is she reaching out and she's touching a hand? She's touching a hand. Yes. yes. That's the photographer's hand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so there's something about that that looked like he'd done work to maybe make the image simpler. Like just by having that right hand side of the image darkened, that it, it allowed me to really focus on her face. And then sort of that second read was the other, um, because her skin is, is so pale and her hair is so dark. And then you sort of see this hand more in the foreground that sort of leads you back in. That's a, I think that's exactly right. And it's one of the things that's so hard to do with sort of Instagram filters mm. and most forms of post-production that people are doing on their phones. Uh, you just don't have a lot of real estate to work and you don't have a lot of tools that are good at this. Right. Uh, and this is what sort of Adobe tools are particularly good at. Mm -hmm. It's like very careful post-production. And what that is, is burning and dodging. Mm -hmm. Th that idea of burning and dodging, which is you're taking the things that are in the picture and you're changing the exposures of different parts of the image purposefully so that you're steering someone's view where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. So where she, where she is um, reaching out her hand, maybe uh, Ralph Gibson, when he was in the darkroom printing this image, the, the trees to her side were creating sort of visual clutter. Right. And it was competing with what he wanted to do. And you don't, it, it's not like literally Photoshopping them out. That's mm -hmm. not how, I mean, maybe if they had Photoshop, he might've, but mm -hmm. I don't, I think it's kind of gross. What he was doing was just overexposing those them. trees, which makes them darker and harder to see. They're less distinct mm -hmm. and it doesn't take much 
and then your eye goes where you want it to go. And I do a fair amount of that, and um, journalists do it all the time, mm -hmm. like that burning and dodging, where you just you take the news photo, and then they burn, they darken areas that are just like extraneous background, yeah. and it leaves you sort of this tableau, the subject framed beautifully mm -hmm. with the sort of dark area around them. And what I like is that Adobe actually used the same terminology that's used in the real uh, kind of in, in the darkroom. Oh, I mean, they're like, making tools for people who do this stuff. It makes well, sense. Well, I use them. I mean, yeah. I use Photoshop all the time. And so having and like I know what burning does. I know what dodging does. But to actually realize and to think about it, to take a step back and be like, OK, in the darkroom, it means you're really burning Dodge. that yes. image because you're kind of overexposing it. Right. Or and dodging. You're actually using your hand between the light source and the paper yeah. to dodge out, to block out light, which makes something lighter. Yeah. It's fascinating. That's I cool. mean, I, I love that they, they kind of kept that you know, I, continuity. It's probably not totally relevant, but I don't like I don't use Photoshop for photography. Mm -hmm. Photoshop, um, and this was always an issue at Adobe. Photoshop isn't really a photography tool, even though it has this unfortunate name <laughs> that it sounds like it's for photography because it's called Photoshop. It's really a designer tool, an illustrator tool. People will use Illustrator. Well, and you're taking, you know, a rastered image or images most likely, and you're compiling them. So well, you're sort of, it's like the, a new a you, new photo You're manipulating that image, and, yeah. and the pixels are all uh, subject to change without notice. Right. You can do whatever you want with the, with the parts of that. Um, the product that I think photographers, that I embrace for photography is called Lightroom. Mm -hmm. And it's a completely different product, and uh, it takes a lot of the features of Photoshop and it gets rid of most of the features of Photoshop mm -hmm. and it focuses on the things you do as a photographer to an image. Mm -hmm. um, so there's really not any good way in Lightroom to remove someone's face or to take out a tree. It can take out like blemishes and little tiny things mm -hmm. if you want, but it's designed to do things nicely like burning and dodging. Yeah. It takes the image you've got and it doesn't have any layers. It's just like a, it's it's so close to what you do in a real dark room. Uh, that's if you really get into this stuff, that's where you want to go mm -hmm. is something like Lightroom. Um, and honestly, without totally plugging Neo Modern, this mm -hmm. is what we do at Neo Modern. We yeah. take people's images in and have an expert at Lightroom work on your picture to make it better. And that is not something that I think everybody needs to go learn because you don't do it that often and not every picture is that important. Mm -hmm. But it is great to have someone who's good at doing that and we do do that to people's pictures. I mean, yeah. that's that's part of the process. If you're going to print it, you want to do a little bit of work to make it nice. Absolutely. Ralph Gibson totally, I think, burned, burned the side of that image yeah. to m move your eyes into it. And what he's doing is simplifying it. And that's one of the reasons it's a super great picture. Um, let's see. Is there anything else we want to talk about? All right. Well, that was super fun. Um... Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. For more information, photos, and show notes, go to www.neomodern.com forward slash podcast. Please leave a review and rating on iTunes or whatever service you listen, listen in on. It's really helpful to us. And thanks to jazz pianist Mitchell Foreman for our incredible theme music. We appreciate everyone's attention, and we hope we've given you some things to work on and maybe think about. Until next time. <laughs>